0: why don't you just start off by sort of introducing yourself and telling a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Okay. So we're Eric and Lanny. uh, who we are. That is, um, <laughs> it's a deep question for a Monday. <laughs> so
2: sorry, is this like, Lanny. is this, sorry.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now she's going to have to edit this. Part
2: of- no, I just wanted to get like brought to speed on what this is for. Is it like, are we being recorded? Yes. Or is it? Yes. Like-
0: so- are- You're being recorded and it will be edited, but not by me. So that's why I don't care if we keep it casual. (laughs) Um, But uh, it's basically just for like a little 20 minute podcast episode that, that the people who are coming to the conference can check out. And generally they all do just to get an idea of like who each of the speakers are and kind of what you're going to be talking about.
2: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry. No
0: that. The question was
1: who we are, who we are and what?
0: who you are and what you do, you know, like not everyone's a wedding photographer at this thing. So I just like to preface it by like, who, who are two men and what's their deal?
1: Okay, cool. All right. So we're landing Erica, of two Man studios. So I guess to the world, we appear as wedding photographers, but <laughs> we really just like to think of ourselves as documentary photographers, whether we're photographing a wedding or we're photographing our kids or we're photographing our family cottage week. We sort of take the same approach. And um, I, I think that's an important thing to say just because I feel like uh, photographers in general put themselves in these little boxes. Like I'm a wedding photographer. I'm a family photographer. I'm a, a photojournalist. I'm a fashion photographer. And I, and I feel like we can just be a photographer. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I would say we are photographers, not even just documentary photographers because even at our weddings that's true we we, we make portraits as well. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. we're just we're just photographers. We're photographers. Yes. <laughs> and we happen to uh, do that often at weddings.
1: And in, in, in our life. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah. Um and we've got two kids who we, pretty much that's the reason why we do everything. And uh, we've spent the last what, two years? Two and a half, two and years. A half years traveling the world with our kids actually. Because How we How old are the kids now? They're 8 and 10. Okay. So it started when they were like 5 and 7, basically. And we started were...
2: Started bringing them with us yeah, to travel.
1: Yeah, because we were just traveling so much with work. Uh, and we were just tired of leaving them. So we just one day decided... Well, actually, Landy and I were sitting in a coffee shop. And we're like, you know, it's really too bad. We didn't get this sort of lifestyle before we had kids. So we could travel the world and... And, uh, and then we're like, well, why don't we just embrace the fact that we have kids and we've got this opportunity and take them out of school and bring them with us everywhere.
2: Yeah, we realized that school was the only thing really preventing us from bringing them with us. And if mm-hmm. we were um, young enough to bring with us, we, yeah. just, we just realized, let's just do that. Mm-hmm. It was only – the idea was that we'd do it for a year. We'd spend one year traveling around the world with the kids, and connecting all the dots of where we need to be to photograph and to teach. And that kind of turned into two years mm-hmm. and uh, they just went back into real school last week. So yeah. now we're, for this year, we're, um, and I got to tell you, I'm actually stuff.
1: liking them in real school. <laughs> so <laughs> so you, real school.
0: Were you homeschooling them or were they just like on permanent summer vacation or how did that work? Uh,
2: we were homeschooling.
1: We were quote unquote homeschooling them, but
2: that's a loose term school of life school of travel um and we were we definitely were like following sticking to the curriculum in some subjects just really like math. math was the only
1: were, one that we were sticking hardcore yeah, and to the they curriculum. were journaling
2: every day and journaling making every sure day they do their reading. so the yeah the, the goal was to make sure that um when they went back into real school that they would not be at all behind right and then hopefully uh if anything ahead um yeah and things yeah you know, outside of um academics, right just life experience
1: yeah absolutely
2: they got to see twenty some countries um on six continents in the last couple of years,
0: yeah so, that's yeah. amazing, and like old enough to remember it too, which is yeah, cool yeah
1: exactly,
0: hmm Amazing, and was there was there any moments where you were like, "This was a terrible idea"? What were we
2: thinking?
1: Oh yeah. yes, oh yeah. yes, at least once a week. we <laughs>
2: <laughs> fashion ourselves all the time, yeah, constantly.
1: and that sort of lifestyle. You know, it looks like a, It is a dream, first of all. It is a dream, but it, and when you post it online and Instagram, it looks like a dream. It's like, oh my god, these people are, but. It comes with its own set of unique challenges that <clears throat> are very real and uh, can be very stressful. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're living with the same three people, you know, twenty four seven, no breaks.
2: Small hotel rooms. Small hotel airports. rooms. Yeah, trying yeah. to keep you know stay afloat on our on our work uh, for our clients and you know try to keep the homeschooling.
1: Well, and you can imagine what sharing a hotel room with your kids for two years does to your sex life. <laughs> That's fair. And then what about when you
0: actually have to shoot a wedding or something? What happens to the kids then and you're, like, in, like, Iceland or somewhere?
1: Oh, uh, we just find sitters wherever we are. Yeah. Oh. Or sometimes we'll bring a family member along. Or, But most countries, it's pretty easy to – and we're pretty – you know, because we also teach workshops, we've got, you know, whew, I think – workshop students from 40, 50 different countries. And so whenever we go to a new country, we, u- we usually have some resources in that country that we can draw upon to, to help us find sitters and venues and all that sort of logistical stuff.
0: Cool. Yeah, that, that sounds challenging, but I like it. If I could bring my dog on all my travels, I would. I know it's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> we
2: did. We did. Yeah. Failing. yeah. yeah. It was we definitely, it wasn't lost on us how lucky we are to be able to do this
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's cool now what were you guys doing before this three years of world travel with the kids were you doing photography but just less travel or what did that look like
1: yeah that was sort of this. the we were we were actually doing more photography um a little bit too much for to try and achieve our life that sort of life balance equilibrium mm-hmm. um But the kids were staying at home. Um, We were shooting. We almost had to shoot too much in order to know how to throttle it back a little bit.
2: But but the amount that we were traveling for our work has kind of steadily been increasing. Throughout our career. And so it it had gone to the point um, when they were in school before we took them out where it was like, okay, something has to change because we're traveling too much now for work and having to spend too much time apart because we do it everything together, right? We shoot together, we teach together, we speak together. So yeah. we said, okay, either we're just not going to travel for work um, or when and if we do, it'll be rare and it'll be in and out as fast as we can get back to the kids or we're just going to bring them with us and adapt the life that way, which yeah. is what we did. Because it's really hard to say no to
1: opportunities when someone says, hey, can you, you know, come and photograph our wedding in Thailand or... You know, I don't want to say no to those opportunities. I want to be able to say yes to them all. So that's why we adopted this. Mm-hmm.
0: And you guys live in one of the most beautiful spots in the world, I think. <laughs> in, yeah. in in the country for sure. In the right in the Rocky Mountains there. Um yeah. what is your favorite place that you've that you've gone and, and shot an event?
1: Here. Yeah. Our home Uh, is our favorite
2: place. Yeah. Location wise, um, this is hard to beat. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of what we're used to because we see it every day when we come out of of the grocery store and we look around, but we still don't take that for granted. And honestly, the more we travel, um, and the less time we spend at home, it, it kind of, um, just reaffirms for us. Every time we come home, we realize how lucky we are to live, um, and photograph where we do, and how um, how unprecedented it is around the world. Like, yeah, it's just, just it's, terms of the cleanliness. It's nowhere else, you know, um, like this.
1: And I think when you say like this, you mean Canada in general. Like- yeah,
2: not not just here, but I'm. I'm, and I'm not just talking about the scenery per se, but also just the, um, you know, the we found mind blowing scenery all around the world, but it's hard to find this spectacular with, with the crowds that we have. Right. We realize that some of the places right in our backyard where we can just go and walk and there's almost nobody anywhere else in the world Mm -hmm. would just be like an an absolute zoo. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But more, I'd say more important. I mean, we get this question a lot, like where's the favorite, where's your favorite place where you've shot a wedding yeah. and more important than the location is just the people in the moments. like it could be in their parents basement for for all I care honestly it's the potential lies within the, the relationships and the, the glances and the moments and that's what excites us more than
2: the scenery yeah. when people ask like yeah. where's the, like, what's your favorite like, what are your favorite weddings the ones you remember most or or favorite places you could travel for weddings. It's never the location that jumps into our mind. Right. Right. memories we have based on just the the experience, the vibe um, and the people. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. So. So
0: if you could open your email right now and find an inquiry there, what would that inquiry need to say for you to be like, yes, this is a dream come true.
2: Well, first, huh. well Go ahead. first of all, we, we're always, yes, we always, we never turn anybody away. We never reject any weddings based on anything unless we can't physically make that date work or we're already booked. Right. Um, so theoretically, every wedding is exciting enough for us to be um, a potential wedding that we'd love to photograph. And um, In but-
1: terms of the email inquiries that come through, the ones that excite us the most are the ones that are excited by yeah. what they see on our website, yeah. the ones that place a super high value on photography, the ones that you know say, "Oh my gosh, I love your work," and I'm buying my dress on Kijiji so that I can actually afford to get you guys there. Yeah. Um, the ones that excite us. the Yeah, most the more they
2: excited they are about photography and about us being their photographers, the more excited we get. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because do you feel like that will translate on the day to, you know, you guys having the time you need and just them thinking more about how photography fits into the day than, you know, having... The not, so much, in the- no,
2: not so much that, um, because really, we we usually don't want our clients to have to adapt their, their wedding day at all um, for us or photography. Uh, in terms of like having time for portraits, that depends on how much of a priority it is for them. But um it's really five or 10% of the day and the rest is just, it's their wedding. And so, um, and
1: it's, and we take a documentary. approach. Yeah. And so
2: we don't, we don't need time. We just shoot reality and whatever happens, but Mm -hmm. what it, what it translates more into is trust, Mm -hmm. right? They're excited. And their priority is, is um, their highest priorities are on photography. And they've really fallen in love with, with our work. And what we do is we, it just, just translates into trust. Um, They kind of uh, let us do what we need to do to to make the work.
1: Yeah.
2: And, yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Cool.
1: There was one inquiry we got once, and it sort of stuck out, or I just thought of it when you asked this question, because I only remember one line from it, but we were like, they ended up not being able to afford us, and we we almost came down, or we did offer to come down in price a bit, which we never do. But it was because her inquiry was so excited about our photography. Like she said something about the fact that she put a heart rate monitor on while she went to our website to actually measure if her heart rate went up when she when she viewed uh, the photographs on our website, and that it did go up, and that she that yeah, how that was- much the photos affected her, and like it was the most amazing inquiry we've ever received. Yeah. It never ended up handing out, um, but. Yeah, that was that one we really tried to make happen. Oh, that's so cute! That's amazing. I know. I was like, "What?" You actually put on a heart rate monitor, and she like gave us her heart rate monitor stats and everything in
0: the email. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah. And are you guys are you guys from Canmore? Just curious, like how you ended up there.
1: Oh, how do we ended? Well, no, we're not.
2: But we've we're, been here for almost 20
1: years. Yeah, almost 20 years. years. Yeah. So we ended up here, actually, it's, it's just our past life. Like before we had kids and how sort of Lani and I met and developed our relationship was through mountain adventure. Um, We were both sort of on the guide or on the path to mountain guiding and environmental education and, you know, being able to step out of our, our doorway and, go for a run on a trail or go climbing or go kayaking or go mountain biking was just important for us in our, in our lifestyle choices. And so that's how we ended up here. Nice. But you're both Canadians. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Cool. Cool. Um, and so you mentioned that you do some teaching Tell me a bit about that. So you, do you do workshops, kind of like intimate workshops, or have you done something like way up north before where you're giving a talk to a bigger crowd? What goes on?
2: Uh, well, we, we have done – we do both. Um, our workshops are very small and intimate, though. There are only 12 photographers, and it's basically a three-day, full-on, uh, everything-we-got uh, Full immersion. We sort of basically lived together for those three days.
1: Yeah, we actually just finished one two days. Just wrapped day. one up.
2: Yeah, um, and then, which is a very different thing from like a way up north where we're speaking to a much larger audience uh, for obviously a much shorter time, and we kind of like hone in on one topic or um, idea rather than just kind of diving into yeah everything.
1: Yeah, we try, we try and sort of approach our. Our more, our conference presentations is getting people excited, um, lighting a fire up under their ass, and then our workshops are much more sort of hands-on practical. Right, right. Although this presentation that we're giving is, is both. It's very hands-on practical. It's all about lighting, um, and specifically lighting on the dance floor. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Because, I mean, that's one pretty much consistent thing through weddings is – dances and parties and it's our favorite part of the day to shoot often and uh so we're going to go into detail on five or six different lighting techniques that we use on the dance floor
0: yeah cool i that's interesting you bring that up because um i'm a wedding planner and when looking at photographers like with clients or suggesting them it's amazing like how I used to just be completely oblivious to like the dance floor photos and be looking at the portraits with them and whatnot. And now I like bring them to that point in people's blog stories and stuff to see like that. Cause a lot of the photographers like personality comes out and how they, how they deal with dance floor shooting.
1: Yeah, Well, and a lot of the, um, the, the, the guests personalities really come out on the dance floor, right? Yeah. Because it's like the end of the day, they're all letting their guard down and, and it's such an important part of the day, especially as a photographer, like, you know, there's so many natural light shooters out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but you know, when you get to the dance floor, you gotta, you gotta be able to use lights <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and be comfortable. Lights. Yes. And, a, and a lot of photographers have sort of flash anxiety. I mean, we do. I think it's common, you know, everyone gets a little bit anxious using flashes, especially for the first time. But, um, it can really sort of transform that dance floor into much more interesting photos and moments.
0: Yeah, that is that's yeah. I'm I'm excited to hear your talk now actually because it's oh, so true. I put a big emphasis on music in my career too, and I always say you know the dance party when it comes to your reception. If you're starting at like 6 p.m. or something, you're having dinner. Like dancing is like half of your party. It's like 50% yeah. of what goes on.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 So you like encourage people to go with like uh, professional DJs as opposed to like their own little iPod mix, or oh, yeah. Well, I take
0: it a step further because I actually have a second company that is a, a company um, that does bands. There's what one. There's
2: one love bands. bands. Yeah,
0: yeah, we have one in Calgary, so maybe you'll come across them at some point. The band's called what? Side One. What's called? Side One.
2: Yeah, yeah. What's that? I've heard of them. What's it called? One. Side
0: One. Side One. Yeah. Sure. They're in Banff all the time, but I'm just like, like I was just saying, dancing is such a big part of the night that I'm all about a band.
1: Oh or yeah. I'm I, whenever clients talk about uh, whether they're deciding between a DJ and the band, I'm like, go for the band. For the band. Yeah. I'm like, they can bring such awesome energy to that reception. Totally.
0: I like it. Now you guys are
1: extra in my favor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you like
0: shooting dance floors and you like bands. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love bands. I'm all about. We just had our 40th birthday party. Oh, nice! Um, and we had a band. Sweet from from this wedding that we shot. This retro 80s band called Val Kilmer and the New Coke, and it was like that's all we needed for our 40th birthday party. That's amazing! All- what a good name. Yeah, uh, I know. right? So, are you guys bringing your kids to Germany? No, we're not. Uh-huh. It's like a whirlwind trip, and they'd just be spending most of the time with a sitter. So,
2: and they've only been just kind of returned to school, so we don't want to pull them out for a couple of weeks. This oh morning. right,
1: yes, you
0: said that they're they're going they're getting a legit education now. So we got to yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, it was always legit, but now it's real quote unquote real school. All right? All
0: right. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think that traveling and journaling about it really probably covers your bases at you know five six seven eight nine ten years old. You know, you're writing. And you're living,
1: yeah, yeah exactly. That's and true. you go to like the toilet in in India once, and it's like social studies for the entire year. That's so true. That's so and true. then you go to Japan and use their toilets, and you know, it's just so, <laughs> so many living. so many different learning experiences.
0: Now, how how do your kids feel about being back home
1: and in school? They're great. They're kind of easygoing kids. They they all make the best of whatever. They're doing, so they're happy to be back in school. They both told me that their teachers are way better teachers than I ever was. (laughs) Very true. That's cool. Um, Yes. No, they're doing great. So for your talk at Way Up North, you're going to talk
0: about lighting and in a sort of a practical sense. um, Mm -hmm. What do you hope at the end of your talk sort of people take away from it?
1: Do you want to
2: talk? Something's jumping in your head right now. I'm thinking on it right
1: now. Oh, okay. Um, I would say that people come away with some new tools and techniques, very practical, new tools and techniques to uh, achieve dance floor lighting. Like as simple as that. And that they get excited about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That would be big for me is just to, want everybody to feel um, super stoked for their next yeah, yeah. wedding and specifically the next wedding reception and yes. dance floor to get in there and um, make make, some make awesome photos.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Not only like the techniques and tools to do so, but like um, uh, some of the motivations behind it and the importance um, of, you know, being able to show people at, In some ways, they're purist, you know, like on the dance floor with the music. Sometimes that's when, um, the little boy or the little girl inside comes out, right? That, um, that they don't show often. And so, kind of, our job as photographers is to immortalize that and show that to their families and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. make those memories. So, I think it's, uh, yeah, that's, those are the goals. Yes. it up to get in there and and here are some really cool techniques to help you do so
1: and then the last thing that we'd like to achieve which we we try and achieve in all our presentations which sounds um might sound a little strange but we want everyone to be entertained I like <laughs> yeah. like, we want to entertain people start to finish start to finish it's 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 a presentation and it's got content and it's got valuable content but we don't want Anybody to be sort of sitting there like bored or looking at your watch. At- Somebody
2: looks at their watch, we failed.
1: <laughs> yeah, we want people to be entertained for those forty-five minutes and just have fun and yeah, make it fun. Yeah,
0: and maybe we should make everyone dance while you're doing your thing.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, we got some tricks. We might up have, our have sleeves. a few
0: things up our sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, love it. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that sounds that sounds so good. I do think like it's interesting. I'm glad we had this conversation. I've never even given thought to this topic, but there are so many photographers who are, you know, those sort of natural light masters. And then, you know, as soon as the first dance is done, they'll shoot, you know, for like 10 minutes and then, and then say goodbye. So I'm curious, do you, how long do you guys stay during dancing?
2: Oh yeah. Well, well, it depends on the dance. Um, and we only have one, option like we don't have packages or whatever so our couples they either hire us or they don't so if they're hiring us they get us for the entire day day. so there's no like package or we have to pack up and leave because they didn't purchase enough hours right this is uh, what we've kind of done because we only do 15 (coughs) weddings per year and so we're kind of like we're there to tell we want to tell the whole story of each and every wedding so we go start to finish and the finish Depending on the party, sometimes it's around, you know, ten or eleven o'clock at night. Other times it's at two or three in the morning. So um, we don't really put any any cap yeah. or time on it. We just we leave once we feel like okay, we've got the story. Um, it's all in here, here now. And so sometimes that's two or three hours in the dance floor, and sometimes that's five or six hours in the dance.
1: Floor, yeah. Right. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Awesome. We just wanna, we want to be there when like people's really let their guards down and that usually doesn't happen in the
2: first three or four songs. For sure. And things so, it's really crazy parents, typically once the parents go home.
1: Yeah, once the parents and the it's grandparents It's like, okay, let's
2: stick around until the shirts come off or mm-hmm. whatever's going to happen tonight, right?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Ties on heads.
2: On Ties heads. on heads,
1: yeah. Brain <laughs> champagne, all that stuff. We're, we're so also
2: funny. going to talk about um, in our presentation like some of the things that we do throughout the wedding day um, that are important you know, seeds that we plant early on that allow us to shoot the dance the way that we do, which is right up in there. Um, yeah, because pick- there's a lot of strategic things that we do throughout the day. Um, for example, we don't uh, stage or direct anything. We never ask anybody to do anything for us or not do anything for us, other than when we're doing portraits, yeah. right? So we do reality, and that sort of sets the precedent throughout the day that nobody's going to be looking to us for direction, and they all get acclimatized to our presence. And by that point, they're just totally forget about us and we're able to just shoot um, without worrying about people um, being conscious of us or camera aware or looking to us for direction.
1: Yeah, another thing is, is that we're right in the dance. Like we're in the dance, pretty much dancing with- the (laughs) Are you you dancing? Oh Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) because it's it's kind of awkward if you're just sort of this stoic photographer, you know, photographing this crazy person in front of you, right? Whereas if you're if you're in the dance, photographing from that perspective, from that inside perspective, you can get those real, you know, moments where the guy, you know, it's kind of gross sometimes people are like sweating in, all yeah. over you. We want
2: the photos but, to make the viewer feel like they're in, in that the dance. dance floor rather than um in at
1: yeah. the dance floor. Yeah, so we want to be photographing in the dance, as opposed to from the outside. Yeah, you're not yeah. like on a chair beside the dance floor kind of thing.
2: Yeah, you kind of have to. We have been doing that all day long in order to get that access.
0: That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and building the trust, or yeah, exactly. building the ignoring, as the case may be.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: cool, cool. Okay, well, I'm stoked for you guys' presentation. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. You guys. So it sounds like you have it pretty well figured out too, unlike me, who I do mine like the night before when I do this kind of thing. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, we did a little test run of this one. Like this one was definitely built for way up north in mine, uh, but we did a little test run of it a few months yeah, ago. We're,
2: I mean, we're constantly, we're tweaking and um, improving and finalizing. I know.
1: They told us. Cole and Jacob said, we need your presentation. We have, and we now. have 40,
2: yeah, we got to make it 40. We have 45 minutes. Yeah. So we have to like make it fit that.
1: Well, and yeah, they said, we need your presentation now. And we're like, well, we're not going to be done it until the night before. So hopefully we can switch it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We I remember the very first way up north uh, some years ago, you
0: know, we required everyone's presentation you know, 30 days out. And the idea was just to make sure nobody was repeating each other and whatnot and also just get an idea that people have their shit together. But um, everybody at that first one, you know, wanted to change it the night before. And then after I spoke at one, then I really understood more. So we want to get it so that we know it's all happening. But you can absolutely show up with the USB on the day. Oh, we'll I
2: just sent a message today asking, like, you know, how long can you give us? And I have something I can get you right now, but um, for us, like, like, like you said, we're often tweaking right up until we go up on that stage. Yeah. So
0: you know what? Just send cool whatever, and just know yeah. that we'll we'll do it in the morning. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. We're talking planners. Good. We like the one thing that that trips us up on the day is like when we don't have a font that someone wants. So if you send okay. it before, we get all the fonts and we're all good. And then when you update it, it's fine because so we already have the font.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Love it. All right.
0: We that's an exciting note for everyone. Fonts. Font management. <laughs> well, we do have a special font. Our, yeah. Yeah. Fonts matter. We all know this.
1: Should I get? Should I send you the font? Sure.
0: Send me the font.
1: Okay. (laughs) No,
0: Because
1: it's not not one that comes with the computers. My brother specifically designed it.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely send it. Send it to Cole. Send it to me. We definitely want to work on the day.
1: Okay. Awesome.
0: Okay. Thank you guys so much for taking some time out and enjoy the rest of your your day with your kids in school. Yes. Yes, we will. Yeah. And we'll see you. I guess we'll see you next week, like basically this time next
1: week. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yes. Next week in
0: another continent. That's right. We'll be very equally tired in the same way, so we can bond
1: about that. Yeah, we can bond. We can just drown it with some some wine or yeah. So actually, we're going into the land of good beer, right? That's right. Yeah, we can.
0: Yeah. Have, we'll have beer, maybe a dance party of three. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, thanks you too, and I'll see you soon.
1: Sounds good. Bye. Bye.